Well, bless the Lord, saints of God. We greet you this morning, Sunday, December the 6th, 2020, Triple C Podcast. We're going to get ready to go into the Word of God on today. I truly pray that when you download this podcast and hear it, that you be blessed. Come on, let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be uh, before you again this morning. You allowed us to see the dawning of a new day. It's our prayer that you allow us to have a powerful podcast that we can speak a word to somebody that will download and listen and be able to receive a blessing that will help them in the midst of their situation, whatever that might be. We pray that you open doors that no man can close and close every door that no man needs to open to try to tempt the people of God. Bless now the reading of this word that we're about to do, that it will be edification to the soul. Father, we thank you now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We want to title this podcast uh, on this Sunday, December 6th, Don't Give Up Now. And God took me to the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. So I'm going to read the scriptures and then we'll go on into the word of God. This is Paul to the church at Galatia, chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. It says, and let not us be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. May God bless us all, the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. I want us to understand that the numerical numbers of this COVID-19, the pandemic, that's been the greatest thing ever in our lifetime to date, is very much real. We see the political rhetoric that's, that's, that's glossing over the television. We see it. We're discussing it. We hate to talk about it because we never know what is what when it comes to anything in media, anything on television. As I oftentimes say, from the White House to our house, we don't know what is. But let me tell you this, God through Paul takes us to a passage of scripture today, and I'm going to paraphrase some of it, then I'll get ready to conclude in just a little bit. As I look at the title, and I believe titles oftentimes help people to correlate where they are in life at the current moment. I find that when you give a topic, it's something somebody can take on and take hold to, and hopefully God will remind them when, when they go into the midst of their day, their work week, their, their month, their year, and they go, I remember what the word of God said. And, and today, Paul, to the church of Galatia, he talks about, and I'm going to paraphrase this one through eight, where he talks about a man being overtaken in a fault to restore him, those who are spiritual, that we're to be bigger, if I could elaborate and paraphrase. Then he says in verse two, bear ye one of those burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Christ, in John chapter, John 3, 16, bore our burdens on the cross so that we could one day have a right to eternity. And, and that's where we are. Now, we, we can't die and, and to the point where it's sacrificial, where somebody can go to heaven or hell based on our own uh, knowledge, skills, and abilities. This is God himself through the in, in, incarnated Christ. But what he talks about is us learning how to be a blessing to people, how to help people. Now, granted, we can't bear everything for them. They got to bear some of their own burden. He talks about that. He says, for if a man think of himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. So many people right now, we call them one-uppers. 
They have got to the place where they feel they got to always tell you what they got and what they do and where they're going and who they are and all those things. That stuff really means nothing in the bigger picture of life. What means something in life, as I've learned this through the years, after Christian conversion, the only real important thing is either non-believer or believer. Everything else is a byproduct of that. So great, you got great things, but if your life is miserable, the Bible says, what shall it profit a man if you shall gain the whole world, all the things that the world can give you, but you lose your soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So all that stuff we, we parade around on Facebook and on Snapchat and social media, if your household is not a home, it's just a house and it's miserable, what have you gained? Nothing. If your front street is just that, is window dressing, but yet when you're at home, you're really miserable, what have you gained? Nothing. Many feel like giving up, but they got to keep up that image. And image ain't everything. And I'm going somewhere. Just follow me just a little bit. He talks about that. And he talks about let every man prove his own work. And then shall he have rejoicing in himself and not in another. Verse number five says, for every man shall bear his own burden. God wants the Christian to learn how to bear the burden for others. But you got to realize that at some point you got to bear your own burden. You got to come before the throne of grace yourself. You can't go for your children. You can't go for your husband or your wife. You can't go for anybody other than yourself. Now, all that being said, let's correlate and put it together. As a Christian, we learn how to first, you got to forgive yourself before you can forgive others. Now, in saying that, I, I, I'd be remiss in not saying that you can forgive a person, but you ain't got to keep yourself in front of them for whatever reason. You learn to love them in spite of. And if they need you, you bless them. You help them. You do that. But God said this to me in paraphrase. People come, people go. Not everybody that's in your life is meant to be a part of your life for the rest of your life. Some people are in your life just for a season. And you learn those things just like, and I'm going here, just like this pandemic. It's in our life for the season. Tanya and I say right now, oh my God, 2020 has been nothing nice. 2020 has been a mess. 2020, in, in Tony's opinion, has exposed where America is as a country, though we quote on our dollars, in God we trust, but yet you see the divide from the White House to our house. Oh, in 2020, I believe that the church as a corporate whole is dead and silent because we've said nothing to try to point people to Jesus in the midst of the pandemic. Yes, I've said it, that they've, they, they've hunkered down those who have the multimedia platform and you hear nothing. Or the ones who do have the platform, they are so racially divided, you can't shake a stick at it. And the Bible says, but we preach God is no respecter of person, but yet you divide people by what you preach. That's an oxymoron. How are you going to be a preacher of all people to all things to get people to, to go into a kingdom that should have every race, every ethnicity, every nationality that will one day rest rule in the Bible of Jesus Christ, but while you walk down this earth, you hate your brother. And the Bible says, how can you say you love God whom you've not seen, but yet hated your brother who you see every day? That's not only between black and white. That's among the own same bloodline. There's some in the family, and I'm going somewhere. So don't give up. Because I'm going somewhere. So those that will do that, why? 
God wants us to examine ourselves. The Bible says, let a man examine himself. You know the old adage saying, when you point your finger, you might want to look at your own hand because the one you're pointing, there's three fingers pointing back at you. You may want to wonder and look at yourself. Now let's get to the crux of what we talk about with the podcast on today. Paul talks to the church at Galatia, and he says in verse 6 and 7, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. He says, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Let me park right there for a moment. When you sow discord, when you sow weakness, that's why I always try to always encourage, be careful what you say. Because when you launch it, you can't retrieve it. So if you want to sow that you weak, that you broke, that you can't make it, you can't survive, you're sowing to your own demise that God is trying to help you, but God will never force you to do what you don't want to do. So that's why it's critical that you learn because don't be a double-tongued Christian. What does that mean? That you can't have bitter water, sweet water come out of the same mouth. You've got to make up your mind which way you're going to go. Joshua chapter 24 said, and he made up his mind, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Now, you've got to categorize that as to what does that mean? That means under the umbrella of serving the Lord, I've got to prepare myself for whatever that will come my way in the midst of my future. I can't tell you what tomorrow's going to bring. I don't know what's going to go on. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what tomorrow's going to hold, but as Kanye said, you don't give up because what? God's in control. But you got to believe that God is in control. How do you know that? How do you know that he's in control? By your faith. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, just because you see the natural negative in your life doesn't mean that you are literally in the midst of it and about to lose your life. That means that God is giving you enough spiritual discernment and wisdom to be aware of your surroundings. Jesus, when he was going into to pray, he told Peter, James, and John to just watch for an hour and pray. God wants you to not only be so super saved that you lose your uh, position of where you are in life. You've got to learn to watch where you are at all moments. You ought to have the spiritual discernment of 365. Your spiritual antennas should be up and on active 365 days, 24 by 7. Except for when you're resting at night, amen. He's the got the angels dispatched watching over you. So that's verse 6 and 7. And then verse 8 says, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap, what? Corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. What does that mean? That means if you always leave, and I told Tanya, Monique, and Taylor this, you can't, hear me real well, you can't leave a situation in the natural state in your mind. Now that you are Christian, born again, converted, accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have to take every situation and move it into the spiritual realm. What does that mean? That means you've got to lean not, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, to your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge him, God, and he shall direct your path. Don't you realize in this life there's nothing but satanic life uh, bombs that have been set? There's satanic IEDs in life? 
everywhere you step, you got to be careful because the enemy, I told y'all in many, many sermons through the years and through the podcast now, that John chapter 10, verse number 10, for the thief comes not before to steal and but to kill and to destroy. But Jesus says, I am come that they may have life and that life more abundantly. God said through the spirit, capital S, you shall reap life everlasting. Let's get to the last two verses, then we'll close the podcast. Then he says, and let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Let me put my own Tony semicolon there. What does that mean? That means you're asking God since the beginning of March when they identified COVID-19 as COVID-19, even though we believe that it started late in 2019, you ask God how long, and God keeps telling you in the innermost part of your being, not much longer. You're saying, God, but I've lost loved ones, and I can't take it much more. And God's saying, don't give up now. You're saying, God, but I can't hold on much longer. I feel like I'm losing my mind. I feel like I, 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 my faith is, is, is diminishing by what I'm experiencing, what I'm seeing. And God is saying that you've got to lean not to your own understanding. You've got to rely on all the Bible preaching that you've been hearing through the years. All the Bible teaching that you've heard through the years. You've got to believe that God has got you in the palm of his hand and nothing that the world will do that they can erect you from the hands of God. You've got to believe that God's got a spiritual grip on you that not a situation, not a demonic activity, not a devil, not nothing, not an imp, not a schism, not a person that walks in hatred, a person that walks in divide, a person that will try to kill you, a person that will try to steal from you, a person will try to hurt you, hurt your family, can do anything while God's got you under his wings. You look at verse 9, and we get ready to paraphrase on and move over to the Amplified Version for a second, and then I'll bring back and close out. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. The Amplified Version of verse 9 says it this way. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time, at the appointed season, we shall reap. If we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. Let me repeat that again. I'm going to read 9, King James Version, and verse 9 in the Amplified one more time. Paul says in the Amplified Version and the King James Version, first, King James says this, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. The Amplified says this again, And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. This is what God said. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Question mark. He says, Behold, which means pay attention. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. What does that mean? That means it's better to be obedient to the internal spiritual instructions where God says 
you are to continue. I give you the guidance to walk through the valleys and the shadows of death. Don't, don't listen to the outside voices that's outside your head. Don't listen to the people trying to tell you, I don't know, if it was me, girl, or if it was me, dude, man, I'd do A, B, or C. No, you've got to listen to the spiritual voice of God that's telling you, I died for you so that you today can have strength everlasting. Oh, my God, I'm reminded of, of, of Psalm 51 where David had gone in and messed up royally, committed adultery and murder. And then in Psalm 51 and 12 said, God, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Then and renew the and renew the right spirit within me. Then can I teach transgressors your ways. Here's what I've got to do. There's one main thing I'm going to give you today, and then we'll get ready to shut it down. The only main point that God may give you for me to you is to lean and and rely on the joy of the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. While you're in the midst of losing loved ones, I'm getting ready to bring the podcast to a close. While you're in the midst of dealing with the things that you can't make sense in your head, while you're dealing with still racial division to the utmost as if we're 50 years earlier, while you're dealing with people that you thought were your friends, that have shown different based on their political biases in 2020. As long as you've gone with these people, you've broke bread with these people. They've been at your house. They've done all kinds of things, but because something deep-rooted that was in them that God had to expose has come to the forefront to show you who you're dealing with, who they are. Where they stand, what position they're on. That is not by happenstance. That's by God designed to show you that everywhere you are, God is. But everywhere you can be, the devil has dispatched somebody to disrupt your day. First number 10 in closing. The King James says, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men. Especially unto them who are of the household of God. The Amplified says it this way. So then, as occasion and opportunity open to us, let us do good morally to all people, not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage. Be mindful to be a blessing, especially to those of the household of faith, those who belong to God's family with you, the believers. We'll close the podcast this morning by saying this. You think right now that you can't make it. You've already been exhausted. You've given all you've got. You've done all you can and you just don't understand, preacher. I'm tired. You don't understand, preacher. I've lost my loved ones. You don't understand, preacher. I couldn't go to the funeral. You don't understand, preacher. I can't make it to the hospital. You don't understand, preacher. It's not what I'm accustomed to. You don't understand, preacher. You don't think that I'm not troubled right now. Let me drop into your spirit while I'm coming down your street and I've got the bullhorn in my hand. I'm telling you, there's a God that I preach about 
who's trying to get you to understand there's things that has happened that you don't have in your control, but you've got to lean and rely on the joy of God's love in your life that will give you that sense of renewal, that God will give you just a little bit more pep in your step. He'll put some more what? Bounce in your ounce. He'll let you know that you can make it if you try. So I close this morning by saying, if you just feel at that point of giving up, you feel like you're ready to throw up and wave the white flag of surrender until the enemy, I've come to tell you this morning, don't you give up on God because God has not given up on you. I want you to know, yea, though you walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, you know that you shall not fear any evil. You've got to accept in your spiritual mind that God is with you. You've got to believe that you have not come this far in life and God's going to give up on you now. I can't believe that God has brought me out of the muck and the mire. He's brought me from being on my way to hell to get all the way in the midst of the greatest pandemic ever. And I'm going to lose my life because of the words that I speak and the thoughts in my mind. I want you to be encouraged to know that God says you don't give up. Let God hold up your hand, spiritual Moses. When you feel like you can't go on along, God's already got angels that's wrapped their loving arms around you. And they told you to hold on a little bit longer. I close by saying, you've come too far through your life, not having no money, bills were due, sickness in your body, could have went, should have went to the hospital, but God saw you through. You've come too far, the diagnosis was grim and, and bleak, but yet God brought you out. The diagnosis says you're not going to live, but six more months, but here you are six years later. The people around you say, you all get up and just go and die like Joe's wife did. No, you don't sit in the sackcloth and ashes of life. You get up, shake the dust from your feet, and you look to God. As I told those in the church, you go where you're looking and quit looking where you're going. I mean, you look above your problem. I close this morning saying that you come too far and God's not going to leave you. I join with you and I want you to join with me to become with an eagle mindset and not a crow mentality. I want you to soar above everything and look to God. He's in the midst of your life. He's ready, willing, and able to make you better tomorrow, today, than what you were yesterday. I close by saying God's come with you too far to leave you. Let's close out in a prayer in the name of the long. As the songwriter says, we've come too far to give up now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray now that God give us the strength, give us the power to stand and believe that God, no matter what, we can make it. There's light at the end of the pandemic tunnel. Lord, we thank you, we trust you, we believe in you. Until the next time and the next podcast, Tony out in Jesus' name. Amen.